When most people think of pesticide usage, what comes up is a vague understanding that pesticides started being used extensively in the mid-1900s until Silent Spring came out and raised awareness of the adverse effects of pesticide POPs, or persistent organic pollutants, like DDT on predatory birds like America's beloved bald eagle. However, this understanding belies the extensive and complicated history of pesticide use. The first known pesticide dates back to about 2000 BC, where elemental sulfur dustings were used in Sumer, the earliest known civilization in ancient Mesopotamia. Throughout history, different chemicals and natural materials have been used for pest control. Herbs and oils were used by the Egyptians and Chinese, while others used harsh chemicals such as nicotine and arsenic. Most notably, the insecticide called Paris Green, a mix of copper and arsenic, was used in the late 1960s by Midwest farmers to control the Colorado potato beetle. The use of these expensive, toxic chemicals was commonplace in pesticides. This continued until the 1900s. Inorganic insecticides started to be formulated from petroleum, coal tar distillates, plants, or inorganic compounds. Starting around World War II, POPs like DDT started to emerge. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, persistent organic pollutants, or POPs, are, quote, toxic chemicals that adversely affect human health and the environment around the world, end quote. Because of their synthetic composition, they are functionally immortal in the environment. POPs are incredibly volatile and can travel easily through wind and water, and also have the ability to bioaccumulate through the food chain. Unfortunately, POPs' negative effects on human health and the environment were not discovered or well understood until after their initial use. POPs were originally thought to be a godsend. They were cheaper and far less toxic than prior alternatives. The goal of these were to eliminate pests to increase agricultural productivity to quote-unquote solve world hunger. They were a major advantage in war as they were sprayed onto soldiers to eliminate body lice which caused highly fatal typhus. These were also used to help reduce mosquitoes and malaria. In fact, the inventor of DDT for pesticide usage, Paul Muller, won the 1948 Nobel Prize for his discovery. This movement even had the artistic support of Dr. Seuss, who was involved with propaganda campaigns for the U.S. government to promote pesticide usage. However, this godly view soon collapsed. The United States Department of Agriculture began regulating and prohibiting the use of DDT in the 1950s and 60s, as many U.S. scientists began expressing their concerns about its toxicity. Public opposition to DDT grew as more evidence came to light of its effects. Rachel Carson wrote the book, Silent Spring, to warn the public about the harsh environmental impacts of DDT and other pesticides, like the, quote, sudden silencing of songbirds, end quote. The book's publication played an important role in the environmental movement against the use of these dangerous pesticides and helped bring about regulation and change. At the time, although there was found to be a correlation between high concentrations of neonicotinoids and agricultural insecticide and declining bird populations, pesticides were determined not to be a direct cause. A wealth of scientific laboratory and field data have since confirmed research from the 1960s that show that high levels of DDE, a metabolite of DDT, in certain birds of prey cause their eggshells to thin so dramatically that they are unable to produce live offspring. Other negative effects of pesticide ingestion includes chemical burns and carcinoid tumors. 
One bird species that is especially sensitive to DDE is the bald eagle. Public concern about the eagle's population decline, as well as the possibility of other long-term harmful effects on both humans and wildlife, prompted the EPA to cancel the registration of DDT in 1972. The bald eagle has since experienced one of the most dramatic species recoveries in human history. All this caused the United States Department of Agriculture to begin regulating actions in the 1950s and 1960s to prohibit the many uses of DDT. Additionally, in 1972, the EPA issued a cancellation order for DDT based on the adverse environmental effects such as wildlife and potential human health risks. Studies have continued to show that there is a relationship between DDT exposure and reproductive effects in humans such as liver tumors and other carcinogens all of which extend to other animals. Outside of this though, most of the public is unaware of another issue associated with POPs, global distillation. Global distillation is a process by which persistent organic pollutants or POPs and other chemicals can travel from warmer to colder regions of the earth. When POPs are used and released into warm environments, the substance vaporizes into the air at the high temperature. It then travels or is carried by wind to colder environments where the substance condenses and falls back to earth. These condensed chemicals contaminate soil, snow, and bodies of water and are therefore further spread by any animal that comes into contact with them. This process continues to repeat with the net effect of atmospheric transport to the hemispheric poles. Contamination remains highest in the Arctic and Antarctic regions where the lowest temperatures keep the chemicals from re-vaporizing and moving. Although a natural and slow process, this evaporation and condensation cycle helps to move and further contaminate regions with these semi-volatile chemicals. POPs accumulate in other areas, like mountaintops, where temperatures are always cold. Consequences of this are all the stated impacts of POPs previously mentioned and are magnified in certain areas. Whales and other large aquatic predator mammals see higher rates of diseases, like cancer, in northern waters. Arctic species, especially predators, see similar issues and impacts on juveniles born with parents of high POP concentrations. This is reflected heavily in many native human tribes up in Canada. Studies in Canada have shown that PCB concentrations in the blood of adult Inuit people are seven times higher than adult populations in more southerly regions of North America. Studies of native Arctic people in western and southwestern regions of Alaska also have a significant body burden of PCBs and DDT. The contaminant loads experienced by Alaskan natives subsisting on foods derived from marine habitats have been measured. In one study, the total PCB concentration, not lipid adjusted, and serum collected from Aleutian men ages 45 to 54 averaged 8.7 parts per billion with this data coming directly from the Alaska Division of Public Health. By comparison, the concentrations in similarly aged men from around the Great Lakes who also consume large amount of fish, which is more than 52 meals per year, average 4.8 parts per billion. The organic chlorine toxins found in their bodies are endocrine disruptors and are linked with reproductive abnormalities in both female and male animals and humans. Here in the Arctic, twice as many girls as boys have been born, and high levels of hormone-disrupting chemicals have also been found in the blood of Arctic women in villages from Russia to Greenland. Also seen from the 4.8 parts per billion statistic mentioned, impacts developed country populations who eat fish from northern Great Lakes. 
This also has an impact on those in developed countries who breathe all of this stuff in while it travels and periodically eat or drink things that have been contaminated. Thankfully, there are things we have done to help minimize pesticide use and the dangers that come with them. The Stockholm Convention on Persistent Organic Pollutants was signed in 2001 by members of the European Union and became effective in 2004 with the purpose to eliminate or restrict production and use of POPs. Through this international treaty, 12 highly toxic POPs called the Dirty Dozen were banned from global trade, including DDT, and new global standards were implemented for pesticides. In addition to the ban of DDT by the United States federal government in 1972, the Great Lakes Binational Toxic Strategy was developed by the United States and Canada in order to eliminate persistent toxic substances in the Great Lakes. The Basel Convention signed in 1989 is another international treaty that was designed to reduce the movement of hazardous waste, such as POPs, between nations. The Rotterdam Convention Treaty signed in 1998 also promotes the shared responsibility between nations in relation to hazardous chemicals, such as POPs. Most importantly, this program identifies pesticides and industrial chemicals and the risks associated with them so that other countries can make informed decisions about whether or not they should be supported. Since their initial widespread use, global efforts have been made to minimize pesticide use and therefore mitigate the health and environmental impacts. With all the information at our disposal, it is easier to stay informed on problems facing our society, including environmental issues. It is important that people are informed on these issues and awareness is raised for lesser known issues such as pesticide use and the harms that come with it.